Get the inside scoop on what VCs are thinking and where they are investing today and tomorrow. Ann Kennedy and Jillian Music guide you through the opaque world of venture capital and reveal all the ways you can source capital for your company's growth. It all starts right here with Ann Kennedy and Jillian Music on VC Confidential. Welcome to VC Confidential. I'm Ann Kennedy and I'm here with my co-host and partner at Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music. Together we are managing directors of the Sibylla Masters Fund. You can find out more about that at masters.vc. So this show is for investors and entrepreneurs alike. We are going to rip that opaque lid off conventional venture capital and show you how it works. And there you have it, folks. Hi, Jillian. Hi, Anne. What's on your mind this week? Well, Jillian, speaking of uh, showing how things work, I've been thinking a lot lately about the stages of funding from seed to growth to series A, B, and C, you know, that alphabet mm-hmm. soup and so forth. And while I get it that many of the terms and stages overlap, and often the same term is used for different stages by different folks in different start- startup ecosystem. This overlap issue is most common when using the term seed funding. That said, it appears that fundamentally, and that pun mm-hmm. was intended, <laughs> funding can be lumped into three buckets. Early stage to develop products and identify markets for them. Two, growth capital to get more product into those markets. And three, follow on funding to expand products and markets. So again, I'm talking very general terms here, but you know, generally stage one is usually funded by angel investors and sometimes bootstrapped by the founders. Um, This is an extremely high risk stage for investors. The second stage is sometimes funded by angel investors, but here's where some VCs get involved to provide capital to increase market reach of products and then, of course, revenue and valuation, which is what they care about. More Mm -hmm. about that later. Um, Then the Alphabet series, ABC and so forth, are all about acquiring enough capital to grow and take off for the stars, conventionally speaking. So a while back... Uh, about 12 episodes ago, maybe more, um, we did one on how to get to Series A funding. And we mm-hmm. talked a lot about finding the, you know, about how finding the right investors is absolutely critical. And we'll, we'll pop that link into, um, into our uh, LinkedIn page. It is right here on WMR.FM in our uh, podcast uh, VC Confidential series. You'll find it there too. In that show, we talk, also talked about the three critical parts to getting to Series A funding from conventional VCs. No, no, underscore here, conventional, okay? Because we're going to get to that in a minute too. Identifying the right fit, preparing to make the cut during due diligence, <clears throat> what to say in a pit, pitch, and of course, what not to say. <clears throat> that was pretty good groundwork. Now, I'd like us to get a bit more granular about just what VCs look for when they consider Series A funding. So let's do a Series A checklist of what company management needs to address to get 
to a Series A round and what metrics investors need to look at for the Series stage. And here's why. And honestly, Julie, I'm going to give you a minute to talk soon, but I'm on a roll, okay? Uh, here's why. <laughs> at, Ma <laughs> at Masters Fund, we zero in on the growth stage. We, we did this intentionally. When at the first point of revenue, a market has been proven and the company needs an infusion of capital to grow and attract Series A investors and beyond. And we chose this because in our experience as angel investors, we found that this is the stage where many startups falter or actually fall off a cliff, largely mm -hmm. for lack of funds, especially startups led by women or minorities of any gender. So clearly bridging the gap between early stage and follow-on funding appears to be the area of greatest need. As we encourage investors to take a closer look at this stage, what do the growth funded companies need to achieve during that stage? In other words, what is the checklist uh, to, for Series A? And no, grow is not a complete answer. There's more, right? <laughs> what are Series A VCs really looking for in a company they want to fund? Well, it's an excellent idea, Anne. So let's develop this laundry list for entrepreneurs and investors to use as a benchmark. You know, just a general idea, mind you, right, of what conventional VCs and emerging funding model VCs are going to look for in a company that's pitching to obtain that Series A investment round. Um, we can break it down between conventional venture capital and this rising cohort of revenue-based funders. Um, what do you think? I think that's great. And you know, full disclosure, uh, we've we've found a couple of lists um, from other venture capital for venture capital firms, which are uh, largely conventional. And we'll put those links um, to the posts that we're going to reference from both Y Combinator and NFX um, on our LinkedIn page, Jillian. So okay. Y Com Combinator published a guide based on their experience with 190 Series A companies uh, comprising more than 28 billion in capital. And as they boldly admit, based on watching hundreds of founders succeed in raising and dozens fail. Mm -hmm. So we should point out that Y Combinator, in case uh, our listeners haven't heard of them, is a leading Silicon Valley conventional venture capital investment company. Now, I just want to take a slight detour here for a moment because I think it, it is relevant. Um, in uh, September of 2020, in response to the rising Black Lives Matter movement, Y Combinator released a report on the diversity of their investments. Um, they also uh, have published a startup directory designed to encourage investors to seek out and invest in diverse companies by making it easier to find these companies. So this puts them sort of on my, you know, my good side, right? For mm -hmm. conventional venture capital. But anyway, Top of the list for VCs, <laughs> conventional yeah. VCs, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, right up there with Kpor Capital, you know? Which, uh, but anyway, um, here's how the Y Combinator or YC, as we often call it, uh, cohort scored. Uh, YC Black founded companies have a combined valuation of 2.08 billion and raised 438 million across 100 companies and 64 of them are in the US. YC's Latinx founded companies have a combined valuation of 13.5 billion 
and raised $3.9 billion among 153 companies, with 67 of them U.S.-based. And then why companies, YC companies founded by women have a combined valuation of $8.3 billion and raised $2.2 billion for 256 companies, uh, 202 of them U.S.-based. One quick comment. Uh, just look at a quick scan of those numbers, and I'm really not a great mathematician, but it looks like the women got smaller um, smaller amounts of funding. Yeah, they not only get smaller um, kind of gross volume, you know, in terms of dollar volume, they also get smaller fundings per investment and so on. So even if you have kind of a larger number yeah. of investments and they all get a little bit of money, yeah. it, it still doesn't get them where they're going. No. And, but, you know, we, we talk about that a lot. I yeah, bring, we do. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I bring it up only because to illustrate that they're among uh, YC is perhaps among the most responsive Silicon Valley investment firms. And they're obviously not only seeking to address pressing issues today with their blog posts, they're investing sub substantial, well, yeah, substantive capital in some mm -hmm. of the underserved markets right. beyond the commonly invested um, you know, non-white male startup leaders. This right. makes so to me. Well, this, here, here you go. Um, you know, there, there's all kinds of nuance in the numbers, but it is six point one billion dollars. So, yeah. yeah, and and to me, that that says okay. If they want to talk to me and uh, analyze funding processes, um, they have some credibility with me based Absolutely. on this performance. So, yeah. Let's right. take it up. So, yeah, I mean, with a gross sum of 6.1 billion, right? It's not an insignificant number. So now let's get on to a list of what Series A investors are looking for in a company. So investors, if you're a limited partner, an LP, right, in a uh, venture capital fund, this is what your fund managers are looking for. Entrepreneurs, if you're going to build a pitch deck and prepare for this capital raise, make sure you focus on these key metrics and benchmarks to be sure that the venture capitalists know you've achieved them, right? It's, it's kind of that simple. So from both sides of the coin, a lot of folks have published their thoughts on, you know, what it takes to land this Series A funding. Anne's already mentioned she's putting a few links into our LinkedIn page. Um, there's going to be more, all right? And we'll just kind of call them out as we go. So we've selected the elements of our own list from Y Combinator, Create 33. Um, there's an interesting blog post by Lars Komp. Uh, he was an investor and founder at Intermix. All of these things you know, are out there, we're putting our own together. So in just a minute, we're going to take a break. And then when we come back, we're going to discuss everything from traction and product market fit to scalability, big vision, compelling narratives, built out teams, defensibility, scarceability, forward momentum, and even VC relationships. We'll take a break now for our sponsors, and we'll be right back with more insights into the world of venture capital on VC Confidential. More ways you can source capital for your company's growth on VC Confidential is coming up. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. 
TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website. An ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts. And much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. Ann Kennedy and Jillian Music are back with the inside scoop on what VCs are thinking and where they are investing today and tomorrow on VC Confidential, only on wmr.fm. Welcome back to VC Confidential. I'm Ann Kennedy with Jillian Music talking about what you as an investor, advisor, or entrepreneur need to know about venture capital and probably don't. (laughs) So here we go. Uh, Before the break, we open the conversation about Series A funding to try and understand what the investors look for. And Mm -hmm. so we came across an interesting list from a seed stage firm, NFX, and in general, partner NFX partner Pete Flint says product market fit and a minimum amount of scale are usually prerequisites for raising Series A funding. But then mm-hmm. he goes on to describe 13 additional proof points, which shows you what is on his mind for sure. And we'll put a post, uh, a link to that post at NFX.com on our LinkedIn page. Strongly urge you to take a look at this one. Okay, so before the break, and we kind of had our laundry list here, the top 10 list, you know, Uh, let's start with, you know, the traction, product, market fit, scalability. Let's dive in. All right. Um, All right. Without further ado, (laughs) here we go. Whether you're a conventional venture capitalist or a manager of a fund with emerging funding models, such as dividend, royalty, other revenue share models, or as we do at the Master's Fund, you invest using a structured equity model. This is our list for the must-haves. Traction is number one. Demonstrate that you have reached an inflection point in the growth of customers or at least user acquisition, right? Investors want to see that their investment is going to be that rocket fuel. If you have not yet reached inflection, which means if you chart things out and there is not a sharp curve down there showing the upward piece, you're not ready. It's kind of that simple. You're up next, Dan. Okay, product market fit, which I just mentioned, you know, is sort of a general thing. But what we're looking for is data 
reviews, mm-hmm. customer acquisition, increasing engagement by customers with your product, whatever you've accomplished, we want to know. Um, did you turn lookers into buyers, tire kickers into drivers? You know, is mm-hmm. it, um, yeah, that, that's what, what matters, the product market fit. Um, mm-hmm. And a big part of that is also timing, um, whether you are timed accurately into what the market needs, what, why, why your product or service, usually their products, is right. the uh, category leading solution to a problem right now that needs solving. Right. And that kind of follows head on heels with, uh, with traction, right? If yeah. you can prove that more people are engaged, well, that's the big one, right? So the product market fit is proven by the fact that many more people are hopping onto that bandwagon now. Now, as we tape this show, it's, you know, COVID time. It's still Groundhog Day. So not an awful lot of traction in the travel industry. Um, so you can tell exactly what we're talking about. Either show that lots of people are doing it or show that lots of people aren't. Okay. Scalability. Again, right. it's, it all comes together, right? But this one is about the unit economics. It isn't just about a lot of people using it, but you've got to demonstrate that there's a clear latent demand waiting to be unlocked, right, with capital. And you have to prove that it will cost less to serve each one of them as you gain more of them. It's That's what scalability is all about. A reduced cost to acquire and serve the customer at scale, which means when you've got lots. that That's how easy it is. All right, Anne, you're on. Okay. A compelling narrative. World-class pitch deck. Okay. Gosh, do we really need to say that? <laughs> yes. Again. again. <laughs> I think yes, the, the point is that um, early in the game, your, your, your pitch deck can be maybe less... Um, um, less uh, world-class, but boy, when you get to series A, you know, yeah, don't mess with it. Get it don't done mess right. with it. Yeah. We've done a lot of shows on how to build a compelling pitch deck and you'll mm-hmm. find those shows at our CEO coach podcast. Suffice it to say here that at the hello stage of our conversations with startup leaders, leaders, yeah, management, we want to know the company's raison d'etre. Why does it exist? The backstory should be short and powerful and timely, which I just Mm -hmm. said. So we're going to want to know that personal story of the founder that brought them to build a solution to a very large problem for a very large market and that this market is now ready to purchase a solution. Purchase. Purchase, yes. Purchase. purchase. Like, like, like <laughs> Can we say money. that too often? <laughs> right. Yeah. Can we say that too often? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Before the purchase is demonstrated, you haven't reached your Series A spot. Entrepreneurs and investors, there's a different risk factor before that first purchase has been made and the first dozen and so on. Right. It really indicates there's a market and they're ready to buy it, not just look at it and say they love it. Or, or take it for free. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. It's a so, completely different game, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's um, a whole different story than I had a problem and built a great solution. I know that uh, successful entrepreneurs sometimes uh, do very well by solving a problem they have. We see that over and over again, particularly in minority founders. Um, but investors focus on the size of the market what that market will pay for a solution, what will it take for that market to change what they are doing today, and so forth. 
Yeah. As always, we counsel entrepreneurs to focus on the business issues, not the product issues. That's what we investors need to hear about. Absolutely. Right. Investors are the money people. Talk about money to the money people. It doesn't mean we don't care about what you're building. It doesn't mean we don't aren't interested in the nuances of things. But truly, you've got to tell us what we need to know first. Either you're a good match or you're not. Either we're a good match or we're not. Let's get past those basics before you get into the details. So, um, yeah, counsel from both sides of this thing. So the next one's about big vision. Now, again, we're talking about conventional venture capitalists here who are funding unicorns, right? And we all know the numbers around it. Only 4% will actually get there to even a happy exit, never mind the billion and more exit. We get that. But this is what conventional venture capital does. It's what they're chartered to do, and they do it very well. If you're not a good match for that, don't go that route. Go a different route, fortunately. We have other routes now. But if this is you, you got to have a big vision. We're not going to provide this full-blown how to build your deck tutorial, but just suffice it to say that conventional VCs are looking for companies that will exit at a quarter of a billion or more, preferably a billion or more. And to achieve that exit, founders must have a very clear vision of what they're building, why it's going to serve millions of people, garner billions of dollars in revenue and valuation. Investors, if you don't hear that, and what you're investing is conventional venture capital in which your nut is going to be made by a tiny percentage of the portfolio that achieves it, make sure every single one of them has a shot at achieving it. Okay, let's talk about teams, Anne. Yeah, um, we like to see a built-out and powerful team. Diverse founding teams return the highest ROI to investors. This is proven. This is fact. And it's that simple. So yeah. we, and a fast increasing number of our VC colleagues, both conventional and emerging funding model VCs, are looking for this at the Series A stage. If your team is not gender diverse or, and lacks other diversities of background, ethnicity, talents, fields of expertise and expertise, even age, you're going to be at a disadvantage. Now, VCs are beginning to rec recognize the increased risk of investing in uniform leadership teams. In other words, homophily is taking mm -hmm. losing grip ground here. <laughs> uh, included in a team review is, is a, a re review of the board of directors and advisors that an entrepreneur has built to date. Because you can fill in spaces by getting powerful seasoned advisors and or directors that can move your company forward. VCs get that. And look for people who are in a position to know whether your company is going to be the next big thing and have agreed to join forces with you to make that happen. Absolutely. We look for that all the time, man. Right. Who have you managed to get on your advisory board and folks who have gotten kind of, you know, ex CEOs or even current CEOs of stage one of whatever they're building stage two of or three of. Right. Those are the folks we look to. I mean, they have some deep uh, in, you know, kind of vertical knowledge and they think this is the way to go. That's powerful stuff. So now we're going to talk about defensibility. Um, NFX.com is a website that focuses on various network effects on startup companies. So NFX, network effects, right? So um, that's what they're all about. In short, there are a number of kinds of networks which will help expand your brand reach, customer engagement, capital efficiency, and more, you know, for the growing company. Now, 
collectively, these networks form a defensible advantage for that company. This is a very dense topic, and we're going to host a VC Confidential episode on this in the future. However, today, we're just going to share a link with that very good article on the various network effects by NFX.com. As an investor or an entrepreneur, I strongly urge you to read through this article, right? It, you get a very good understanding of how to think of the viability and the potential of companies at any stage, and in particular, the Series A, a defensible unique selling proposition, that's the killer piece. What's going to make this company succeed when everybody else is going to fail? This answers the question, why you? And by you, they don't mean you individually. They mean you corporately. That's right. So we have to take another break now for our sponsors. And after the break, we will come back with some more of the the points that we are developing and from many people about what VCs are really looking for at Series A and why it's hard to get. This is VC Confidential and we'll be right back. More ways you can source capital for your company's growth on VC Confidential is coming up. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let webmasterradio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. Webmasterradio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. And Kennedy and Jillian Music are back with the inside scoop on what VCs are thinking and where they are investing today and tomorrow on VC Confidential, only on WMR.FM. Welcome back to VC Confidential. As usual, we are so glad you joined us. Today we're talking about the laundry list of accomplishments that venture capitalists look for when funding a company at the Series A stage. And before the second break, we were detailing out some of the more interesting ones from uh, NFX, which is a seed stage venture firm. Um, and NFX actually stands for network effect, which I thought mm-hmm. was pretty cool. <laughs> anyway, <Yeah. laughs> so to, to carry on, before we talked about things like a product market fit and scalability and a compelling narrative and a big vision, uh, your team and defensibility, which deserves its own episode and we'll get it um, now. This is my personal favorite. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Scarcity. 
Did you know, Jillian, that VCs dwell in FOMO land? I know. And you decidedly (laughs) do not and never have, which I find to be just wonderful because you get to be a VC. And, and, you know, like I keep telling people, for being VCs, we're pretty down on VC. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, Well, that's why we're doing our best to disrupt all this. And we're not alone. We have many colleagues Yes. Many of them women who are uh, Mm -hmm. looking to disrupt this. So I'm going to quote now from the NFX uh, 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 post that I saw. said, nothing appeals to VC FOMO like an oversubscribed round and top VCs are always okay putting more money to work. To which I just have to say, unless you're a female or minority founder, it seems, you know. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. The scarcity thing is a problem, all right, um, because it's very hard for get, uh, to get women and well, genders of color or different backgrounds, including, you know, most focused on is Latinx, but all kinds of folks, right? It's very difficult to get somebody to lead the round, And therein is what we talked about in our previous shows, and we'll do it again around finding the right funder because you got to get somebody to lead the round. But in the meantime, let's go on to the next one here because we've only got a few minutes left. I know. How'd that happen? Every Um, damn time, you know, you you and I start talking. It's all over. (laughs) So forward momentum. Let's talk about that. Now, what we're suggesting here for entrepreneurs is kind of under-deliver and uh, under-project and over-deliver, right? We talk about these projections. Now, VCs are looking for what NFX calls the minimum viable excitement, right? So we're, yeah, it's kind of cool, right? We look for, you know, as VCs, whether conventional or uh, an emerging funding model uh, VC, we look for a reasonable prediction of growth that we kind of would have set for this company about a year ago. And then we see how they performed against it. It's one of our, you know, uh, I don't know, just processes of due diligence. In other words, entrepreneurs, show us where you were a year ago, demonstrate what you kind of mid-range would have achieved and that you have exceeded it. Okay, that's what we're looking for. Yep, and if you make a projection, be conservative. And mm-hmm. and don't say, and this is conservative, because that's like, you know, a red flag. No, it's not conservative at all. You know, mm-hmm. But what you want to do is like be like FedEx, you know, under promise and over deliver. Get that back there you there go. a day early. <laughs> anyway, the next one, uh, ladder of proof. Entrepreneurs, keep track of your progress from day one. This is not just a financial report. Uh, we actually recommend using AngelSpan to help keep you focused on traction, which includes but goes far beyond financial metric tracking. If you get in touch with AngelSpan, feel free to drop our names, Anne and Jillian. We use them um, to get a discount on that service. We do not get any money from AngelSpan, so this is not an ad, folks. So yeah. investors, <laughs> yeah, I just want to point that out. I think it, it's very important because yeah. we've decided to use this. Yeah. yeah. So uh, investors, you might want to check out AngelSpan also. At the Master's Fund, all companies applying for capital uh, must report their past and future metrics using AngelSpan simply because it makes reporting easy for the entrepreneurs and easy for us to get mm-hmm. a much more thorough con- and consistent understanding of the progress of portfolio companies. But before we go, Jillian, because we are down to the wire here, mm-hmm. um, let's recap for a minute what Series A funding is for and why it is so hard to get. 
Well, partly it's hard to define, uh, you know, where does it sit between that seed and series B? Uh, what traction do investors need to be sure they're going to be, you know, putting rocket fuel into, you know, that they, they want to know that this is a company that's, that's going to make it to the top, uh, you know, marks there. And then what latent markets need to be visible that show a clear path to growth with that addition of capital. So once you've got a, a sense around these things, right? The question is, what do I focus on? Why is it so hard to get? Okay, what you focus on is the business metrics. Why is it so hard to get? Finally, um, I think it is most difficult to obtain Series A funding when you are not focused on the uh, tracking the reporting and a clear understanding of how much progress is required before venture capitalists are ready to pop in their money. And with that, that's a wrap for this episode of VC Confidential. We invite you to join us each Tuesday for a new episode as we take a deep dive into the opaque world of venture capital and share learnings and ideas on the inner workings of the shrouded corner of business finance known as venture capital. We'd like to thank our producers at WMR.FM who agreed to take a chance on our new show, VC Confidential. You can listen to all our episodes right here on WMR.FM and in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever else you like to get your podcast. You will find all of our CEO Coach podcasts there as well. I'm Ann Kennedy with Jillian Music, and we are so glad you joined us on VC Confidential. Till next week. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.